On the line with us is Dr. Brian Betty, who many people are familiar with. Doctor, thank you very much for having a chat with us. Hey, look, that's a pleasure. No problems at all. So why, in your view, do so few men go to the doctor? Oh, look, it's one of the things we see in practice all the time. And I, I, I sort of think it's a sense with men that they feel bulletproof, mm. that they mm. just have the sense that they don't need to think about these things or look forward to these things. And really, it's not a problem until the day it is a problem. Mm. And, um, yeah, I think it's just part of the way we're built. Uh, it's, you, you know, it's just part of the psychology of men, I suspect, that they don't tend to think about these things. It seems a bizarre thing to me, not that it's a gender competition here, but women are so much better mm. at going to the doctor. They go regularly for, you know, like for smears and the like, whereas men just, I don't know, what, why, why are women so open to it? I, I, again, I mean, if I could give you a simple answer on this, I would, but what you're saying is absolutely what we see in practice. As a GP, I see this every day, that the women will be concerned about their health often. They'll come in for those preventative sort of screenings and chats and looks and things more open with mental health and things, whereas men just tend to be, be um, more closed up with those type of issues. Mm. And again, I think it's possibly inbuilt with us. It's just the way we are, and there are these differences that we see every day. Yeah. Will it change, do you think? I hope it does. I really, really do. Look, I, I think there's some positives that have occurred recently i mean you know we talk a lot about mental health and issues and not being afraid to start to talk about things and mental health is one of the big big issues i see with men mm. who come to see me and often they present late with issues that's the thing about it but we're a lot more open about that i, I think programs like this where we can talk about men's health and we can have a focus on men's health and say look it's okay to go and see your gp it's okay to go and see your doctor and get a checkup. it's okay to talk about how you feel and ask for help. I think the more we have that out in the open, I think the more hopefully things will change. And do you you touched on the mental health thing? That's something that's emerged from this story. That you know it was a while ago. Traditional concerns for men, you know, diet, exercise, you know, they've very much been overtaken now. Where they're seeing their GP is for things like stress and anxiety, burnout. You know, is that what, is it okay to go and see your doctor if, let's say, you've got a problem in your relationship, or is not that is that not the place to go? No, no. Look, look. If you have a GP, you've got a relationship with a GP. First place to go is go down and sit down and have a chat. Mm. I mean, it's 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 really if you don't know where to go, go and talk to your doctor about it. Um, a lot of, a lot of us are. are GPs are really well trained in this stuff. Often they can talk, they can look at the options and look at the best place to go or just deal, deal with it in terms of the relationship between the doctor and the patient. Um, I think the biggest thing I'd say is don't be afraid to do it. Yeah. Um, just realise it's there and just actually talking about it. Once you talk about it, things often change quite dramatically and we move on quite quickly. It's, it's really interesting to see it happen. Yeah. And I've had patients, men who have said to me, look, I've, I've had this bottled up for the last three, four years and they've finally decided to talk about it and they just talk about the sense of relief about mm. being able to talk with someone about it in privacy, confidentially, with, with no judgment about what's going on. Mm. And um, that's really, really important. Well, the other interesting aspect to what you've just said, uh, Dr. Betty, is that I've got a friend who wasn't, it wasn't a medical issue, it was a relationship issue, and she raised it with her GP, and the GP was really, really helpful yeah. um, to her, supportive, and she ended up going to counselling, 
and um, you know sorted out her relationship. Mm. So you, you you don't just go to the GP for medical issues and physical ailments. Hey. Yeah. No, look, we, we we did a survey at the college. Um, uh, I did a survey about two years ago on this very issue, and what we discovered um, when we put it out to all our members and about five and a half thousand GPs around the country. Um, about 30% of consultations, that's one in three, have some sort of mental health component. Mm. And that's both for men and women. So it is a large, large part of what we actually do. And experienced GPs are very, very au okay with this and, and uh, uh, know where the supports lie, know where they can get access to those and know the interventions that often need to be taken once someone starts to talk about it. Very good. Two quick things to finish. Doctor, we had a text before and I reckon it would be indicative of how a lot of people feel. They fob it off and the texter said basically from memory, I don't go to the doctor, haven't been for 15 years because they've got enough on their plates, they're overworked, it is, I don't want to burden the GP clinic. What would you say to that? Look, um, I, I appreciate the thought because it is busy. Mm. Um, but look, no, no, look, you know, the thing I sort of say to, say to patients about that is, look, um, you yeah, know, make an appointment. And you don't need an appointment that day or next week. If it's three or four weeks ago, make it. If it's, it's one of those things about preventative health or talk about your health, those appointments are there. They are available. And no, it is a big part of what we do. And right. it's an incredibly important part of what we do. Very good. And last two things then, should men over 50 have their prostate checked every year? Okay, um, yeah, so from the age of 50, it's something you should be discussing with your, your GP. Um, and there are the recommendations in New Zealand every year or two, from the age of 50 onwards, you make a decision about having a prostate check, which is basically what's called a rectal examination and a blood test. It's not part of a screening program for a lot of reasons, but definitely from the age of 50, it's something you need to be thinking about. And do you have to have the rectal examination? I'm not being smart or sure. silly. Yeah. Do you well, have to? Well, look, okay, there's a couple of reasons. The blood test is easy and it gives you an indication. However, sometimes, and the reason for doing the rectal exam, and look, it is uncomfortable, but look, it's short. It takes 20 seconds to do. It's not long, but it is slightly uncomfortable for a lot of men. The thing is about the rectal examination, you can sometimes pick up little lumps in the prostate which don't show up in the blood test, okay. okay? And that's the reason we do it. And we can also tell if it's slightly enlarged but not cancerous. So there's a number of reasons why you do it, and you should generally have both done. Right. Okay. Very good listening to you, Brian. Uh, I should beg your pardon. That was very friendly. Dr. Familiar, Betty. Dr. Betty. <laughs> um, Fine. Re- <laughs> really appreciate your time. Thank you, mate. Hey, any time. Good as gold. Dr. Brian Betty, Medical Director for the College of GPs.